It's not about dieting. It's about having a standard of living, a standard of excellence, how you're going to operate when you travel. All right. So first and foremost, it's about your mindset. It is truly a decision to say, okay, I have a work trip and it's four days long and I am going to still work out. I'm going to maintain my health. I'm going to feel great. That's what it's going to happen. Come hell or high water. That's the mindset. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. What is up, my friends? Hey there. I am so pumped today to share with you some of my tips and tricks for all things staying healthy while on the road. Whether you are traveling for business, you're doing meetings, or you're traveling because you're going to conferences, or just traveling in general, These are some of the ways that I stay super healthy while I'm on the road. And let me just tell you this as a friend, uh, I have been there and done that with weight fluctuation, with doing so many meetings and events where I feel like I come home and I have to recover and I have to reset constantly. And it got to this point like early in my career, gosh, not even early, I would say just a couple of years ago where I despised, like despised traveling because I felt like when I was home, I was so healthy. I had so much energy and I felt really good about myself. My digestion was going well. And then it was like the minute I got on a plane and went to a conference, I just felt like I didn't have energy. I would get so inflamed, so bloated. I would eat out and, you know, just feel not good. And it was like, what gives? And I quickly realized, hello, travel, speaking, meeting people is my career. It's what I love. I have to figure this out because I think what was happening to me constantly is my brain like would correlate getting on a plane, going to a hotel with like vacation, right? And it's like, if you do that once or twice a month, you know, good luck trying to maintain a healthy weight. um, If you're in that mindset of like splurge, have whatever. And, you know, it's not only just how we look. It's how we feel. And what I mean by that is our energy output, our 
peak performance, if you will. Everything I do, I love to think about how is this going to better me, my health, how is this going to improve my skills, so I can live and operate in my passion. And that is serving other people. That's speaking, it's communicating. And that is my passion. And, you know, with being passionate, there's a lot of discipline that comes with passion. And if you really look at this as wanting to fuel your vessel, your body God gave you, I think it'll kind of just help you reframe the way you think about it. It's not about dieting. It's about having a standard of living, a standard of excellence, how you're going to operate when you travel. All right. So first and foremost, it's about your mindset. It is truly a decision to say, okay, I have a work trip and it's four days long and I am going to still work out. I'm going to maintain my health. I'm going to feel great. That's what it's going to happen. Come hell or high water. That's the mindset. So that's the first part of this whole thing is just committing to fueling your vessel, committing to doing the extra steps. Cause yes, they're extra that I'm going to share with you that, you know what, aren't always quite convenient, but either is success and either is standing out in a noisy world. So what this really requires is you making the decision, hey, I'm going to really put my health in check while I'm traveling. I'm going to have a standard of living while I'm traveling. And to help break this down, I really want to share with you what I do, how I approach travel and what I've learned along the way. So this is fun. It's very uh, flowy goy today, um, very candid, and I'll link stuff below. I'll be sure to put together some of the resources that I use, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. All right. So what I do first is I prep. Okay. And what I mean by that is I look at, okay, I'm going on a trip. How many days is it? first and foremost, how many days, and then what's around me? Meaning, am I in a city, am I in a place where there's amazing organic restaurants, cafes, whole foods? Uh, Do I have things accessible? And most of the time, yes, I always do, anywhere I really go, okay? But then second to that, I look at where am I staying? What hotel am I staying at? What place am I going to be sleeping? And the reason I look at this is because I need a hotel that has a fridge. (laughs) And not all of them do anymore. It's really strange. Or they do, and it's filled with a bunch of, you know, liquor or candy. And, you know, don't move it or they're going to charge you. You know what I mean? Like, I grew up in that way where it was like, you were deathly afraid of the refrigerator in the hotel because God forbid you'd move something and you're going to have, you know, a $20 service charge. And so what I do is I make sure the room has a fridge and if it doesn't, or if it has a fridge that's filled with all that stuff, I simply ask the service people 
to bring me a mini fridge. I need it uh, for my health. And they usually don't ask any questions about that because you could have insulin, right? You could truly have medication that needs to be refrigerated. But I just say that. Um, and then for a bonus, if I can get a room that has like a little kitchenette, oh, now we're, now we're really like, we're in, we're in favor here. Um, or like a sink. Oh, so nice. Like a little kitchenette situation. Love it. I want to be able to make my tea, my hot water at night, things like that. And so that's first what I look for. Second, I'll sometimes look for a gym. If not, I work out in my room a lot anyways, especially if I'm at an event where I'm speaking, I want to stay focused. I don't really want to see other people in the morning. Um, and if you're a leader or a speaker, you understand me. If not, you're probably like, oh, strange, but it's not strange because you need to be able to focus and you want that morning time to really uh, fuel your soul and not be around a bunch of people because you will be a bunch, around a bunch of people all day, especially if you're in an event format or if you're doing business meetings. Okay. So again, I'm looking at where am I staying? What hotel? What's the situation? And then from there, I look at what am I going to pack? Okay. So food prep. Yes, I do food prep. Now, am I doing it for every single, you know, meal that I'm gone? No, because I'm going to end up eating out once or twice. But I'm doing food prep because I eat multiple times a day. And if I don't do this, then what happens is I go a really long time without eating. And then I end up overeating when it comes to dinner. And so I'm all about being perfectly prepared and maintaining that consistency. Now, another reason is because when you eat out, even if you're eating clean, there is additives, there is canola oil, there is crap that they cook your food with that even if you're eating healthy, it's making you inflamed, it's making you not feel good. And I like to be able to cook it at my house and take it with me, especially on the plane. Okay. Because plain food sucks. It just does. It's just gross. It's just not good. Okay. And so what I do and what this looks like, I'll just pretend that we're going for four days. I, in fact, I just did this. I just got back from a speaking engagement and I did this before I went. What I do is get the little individual plastic containers. Okay. And I get plastic because I need to throw it away when I'm done eating. Normally I would have glass, but not, I'm not traveling in my suitcase with all that. I'm just not, I don't, I'm not going to deal with that. So I use the plastic containers from Amazon, little food containers, and what it looks like either the night before I'm flying out the day before I simply take an hour, maybe 45 minutes to cook up a bunch of lean protein. It might be fish, um, it might be like cod or a white fish, it might be chicken burgers with ground chicken, turkey burgers with ground turkey, it might be steak, it might be, um, normally I don't do eggs, so I'll stay away from that, doesn't travel very well, um, but any kind of lean protein, okay, salmon even, 
um, and I cook up a bunch of lean protein and then I put them all in the containers of all the protein. Okay. And then I'll chop up some asparagus, throw it in the air fryer and I'll put the veggies with all the proteins. And then obviously there's so many extra things you can do. You can, you know, grab a bag of avocados and, you know, make sure they're, you know, some ripe, some hard. You can put those in your suitcase as well. Um, and so this is just a little example. Uh, I might take like a sweet potato. Uh, again, I'll cook the sweet potato, cut it in half, divvy it up in the meals. You get my drift, okay? So I prep some food. And then from there, I throw it in the freezer, okay? And then let's pretend I'm flying out the next morning. I have a really cool little cheap container from Amazon. It, that's like a little refrigerator situation. And I take all the frozen food and I put it in the container and I double wrap it and I pack it in my suitcase. But before I pack it in my suitcase, I always keep one to two mini meals out for my carry-on so I have food to eat while I'm on the airplane, right? And I might throw other things in there as well, you know, like apples or things that, you know, are easily accessible or, or, or they pack well. So that's what I do in terms of like food prep. Now, when I get to the destination, okay, I immediately take the food out of my luggage and I put it in the refrigerator. Okay. And then if I have the ability, I'll do a whole foods run and I go get berries and strawberries and blueberries. And I prefer berries. Um, that's just my favorite fruit in the whole world. And then I'll go get water. I'll get Zevia or sparkling water because I just love it. And it's good at night. I bring things with me like tea, uh, lots of tea for my throat because I'm speaking a lot normally. Um, I also like it at night just to kind of calm me down. So I bring that. Um, I bring uh, my Himalayan sea salt. I'll bring some of my little condiments um, or buy it at Whole Foods. I also be sure that I get my silverware, right? You got to bring your silverware with. Um, you can get the plastic kind even at Whole Foods. And that's really what that looks like. And, and I, I like to go do like a little grocery run when I get somewhere. So I just have all my goodies. And then even at the deli, sometimes they'll have really good proteins made. But I also will always ask who's ever working or I'll look at the label. And I want to see like what it's cooked with all that. Because again, like you could be having salmon from Whole Foods. But if it's not cooked in the right ingredients, it could be causing inflammation in your body and all that good stuff. So not good stuff, bad stuff, actually. So this, that's what I do um, most of the time. Now, I also travel with my non-dairy vegan protein bars. I have my supplements, my, my collagen always and forever. I'm taking my collagen product and my NAD plus, that's really good for the mitochondria, energy, just maintaining your health, my nootropic, that's good for your brain health and really just giving you energy and focus. So I'm traveling with all that stuff as well. Um, occasionally I'll bring with some of my, uh, 
protein and what I'll do if I'm gone for a while, I might blend that in my room and I'll bring even a magic bullet with and go to the ice machine. Um, so these are just some other alternatives as well. Um, and I am a coffee drinker, not a lot, but a cup of coffee a day or matcha. And so I'll also go to Whole Foods and grab a nut pod or, you know, a little bit of um, almond milk. And again, I'm looking at the ingredients because you can get an, an almond milk that's like literally just almonds, or you can get an almond milk that has like, you know, eight ingredients in it. Big difference. So always be reading those labels. And so you may be thinking like, well, wait, how, what, how do you like travel with the food and how does it not get everywhere? Well, I probably would rethink this if I was traveling to Europe, but this is me traveling with, within the United States. And I mean, I've done it on four-hour flights. That's what I did last week. And when it's frozen and you package it correctly, it's great. But what I do is I usually have two suitcases. One of the suitcases is a little, it's a bit smaller than my big kahuna. Okay. <laughs> and the smaller suitcase, one of the sides, I have all the food and the supplements on one of the sides. The other side is my toiletries. So why I'm telling you this is because in case anything were to happen, it's not going to go everywhere because it's separated. It's not going to go in my clothes because my clothes is in my other luggage. Now, when it comes to prepping your food, if you decide to go that route, just prep food that's not watery, right? Like, so a lot of the food I was describing, it may sound a little boring to you, but the reason I do it that way is because like when I make a bunch of burgers, it's not watery. So you're not going to get all that. Okay. Um, now what else I do is I'll take fruit with me on the plane, protein bar, my tea. I mean, all of it is with me on my carry on at all times. It just makes it so easy. And then I also take this supplement that helps with digestion that I can link below for you in the show notes, but it really helps like when you're traveling. Cause sometimes, gosh, even if you try to be as clean as possible, it's just the stress from traveling that can cause bloating or just indigestion or not going to the bathroom consistently. So I take a pill one to two at night that has magnesium in it and, and bentonite. And so it really just helps me stay regular because we all know if you're not regular, it can be so uncomfortable. And so that's really what it looks like in terms of traveling. Now, one of the major questions I got from so many of you when I told you I was going to do this episode was, how do you deal with social situations, drinking? And, you know, a lot of people said to me, like, this is where I get in trouble. This is where I feel like, you know, I come home so drained and not feeling like myself. And so, you know, obviously all of us are different, but here's what I do. First of all, I'm not a big drinker at all. In fact, the last 45 days I have had like one sip of alcohol, truly. Um, so that's just how I live my life. However, I get it. Some of you want to, or it's a social thing. And so when I'm out, I will have a drink, but I will make sure that it's a custom drink. So, you know, I think all of us are accustomed to the tequila sodas, vodka sodas, like give me 
three lemons, please, or limes. Um, but what I like to do is do the It's Emily special. All right. So I will tell or ask the bartender, can you muddle berries? What berries do you have? And I'm like, you know, because some people are like, we don't have, you know, a lot of berries, but I'm like, find them in the kitchen, right? So raspberries, blueberries, strawberries, blackberries, muddle them, put some mint in there. If it's my lucky day and they have, you know, muddled cucumber, oh my word. And I'll do a vodka soda with that. Uh, it's so divine. And you don't get all the nasty sugar. Because again, when you're out, when you're drinking, it's all the sugar. It's all that that causes your gut to not feel well. Um, and so I'll do that. But then, like, I'll just say this. I don't drink in, to get intoxicated or I will not not ever drink before I speak. If I have a gig, no way. I want to be as sharp as possible. Okay. And if I'm investing in development, meaning I'm at a conference, I don't want to drink either because I need to be sharp. I need to soak in every single thing that is going to get taught that I can implement. And so I look at this very seriously. Now, the other part of this is if you're out with business partners or team members, or maybe you're the leader, like I just have this standard of not getting intoxicated or drinking, you know, more than two drinks with people I mentor. No way. Uh, if you want to know how to get disrespected, you'll do that, you know, and I've seen this countless times in the network marketing profession at events, people are out with their teams. These are people they mentor and, you know, they just drink way too much. And the thing that happens is people lose respect for you, especially if you're the leader. And, you know, with leadership comes a great deal of sacrifice. And some might say like, oh, you're boring. No, I'm not boring. I just maintain a standard of excellence because there's no way I'm going to sit and drink with somebody I mentor, you know, until two in the morning or bar close. It's just not going to happen. Now, if I'm on a vacation with my best friends, with my loved ones, and I want to have fun, sure, that's a whole different deal. Okay. So I want to make sure you understand that it's a whole different deal. So that's my standard when it comes to social outings. Now, let me say this. What else I'll do is like, if we're going to go to dinner, I, you know, I'm that girl. I'm kind of a food snob. I want to know where are we going? What's the menu like? I mean, is this, is it a place that's just like nasty? And I mean, what I mean by that is like, they're just not going to have high quality food, like no matter what we do. And so I'll look at the menu um, and be sure I know where we're going. And then when we go, it's really simple. I order a protein-based meal. I order veggies. I ask them to, you know, not use a ton of oil or if they're using, um, a, I mean, mostly everybody has to use oil to cook. So I'll just say use olive oil or something clean. Um, and they usually typically go, well, is there a food allergy? Like they literally will ask all that. And I say, uh, it just doesn't do well with me. I'll get sick. And I just maintain that standard. 
with everything I do. Sometimes I get a little pushback, but normally not. And, you know, I'll just order a big salad dressing on the side and really just focus on eating the healthy foods. You don't need to not eat out. You know, it's just exhausting when you have to eat out every single meal, every, not to mention how much it ends up costing you. Okay. So that's what I do when it comes to eating out. Um, again, just get the protein, get the burger with no bun. Like if, if you want to keep it super clean and, um, ask for everything on the side, very simple to do. And if you're tempted, just tell them, don't bring the fries out. <laughs> just don't bring them out. And, and, and here, here's why, again, if you travel a lot, like you're doing this a couple weekends a month, like it, you, by the time you're done eating all the excess and then you try to get back on the treadmill again, like you just are losing weight and gaining weight. And it's like this vicious cycle that's so frustrating. So I just, I just decide not to do it. Plus I want to have the most sound mind. I want to have the most energy humanly possible. And if I'm eating processed food, junk, sugars, oils, massive amounts of carbohydrates, I'm not going to be and feel my very best. Okay. So that's how I handle social outings. I still go, I still participate. I still have fun. I still have a magical evening. I just don't, you know, order the cheesecake unless I want to, maybe I'm celebrating and it's the night that I spoke or, you know, it's the one night that I'm having a different meal. And I call it a different meal, not a cheat meal. Um, because I, I don't know, I don't like, I don't need to call it a cheat meal. It's like, I'm not cheating on anything. It's, it's just different than what I normally eat. I will typically do that like one time a week where I'll eat pizza or, you know, ice cream or something like that. Even though, even though, because I have a very sensitive stomach, Sometimes I still will not feel very good from that. Um, that's just me. I have, I, I just am like gluten, dairy, all of it. I'm sensitive to it. So that's what I do with social outings. And w when I get to the hotel, we went over that. And when it comes to water intake, like we all know we need to drink a lot of water. <laughs> ah, so when you're in events, it can be so difficult. And so I, I still will strive for a lot of water. I know it's not going to be as much, but I'm still focused on it. And so when I'm at Whole Foods, I'll get like liters of it. So that way I'm like, okay, before the morning session's done, you got to blow through this. And I'll just like talk myself through it. Um, because a lot of times like we're so fatigued because we're dehydrated. Right. And so just being sure that you're keeping your water intake is essential. And then another huge question that I received multiple times, so many times was, you know, asking about workouts and, you know, do you, do you still do them when you're traveling and things like that? And, and here's the thing with events, they can go really long, really late um, when you're a speaker, when you're running events, 
you're already blowing the torch on calories. Like I'm, I'm not concerned. I mean, try doing a 60 minute keynote. You're, you're burning some calories. Like you freaking ran the mile. I mean, more than that. Right. And so I always prioritize sleep over working out. Sleep to me is more important than working out. So I am the kind of person who needs seven to eight hours of sleep. And so I always, like I'm in my room, I'm like, all right, it's 10, it's 11, or it's midnight. And I'm like, all right, if I have an early call time or if, I gotta, you know, if I'm not going to have a proper amount of sleep, I will sleep instead over working out. Now, if I'm gone for multiple days in a row, I have to get movement in. I've got to get my functional mobility in. And so what I do is, you know, you, you might have heard the episode, but I'll do three form and we have the app or the, the portal of videos and there's quick workouts. There's like 20 minute ones, 30 minute ones um, that you can do as well. Um, I'll link up a couple other options for workouts. And so I'll do that in my room and I'll try to find, you know, if there's a mirror, I'll just do it in front of the mirror, or you can literally just put your phone up and use your phone, your camera as a mirror as well. Um, and I bring with me like bands, my workout bands, my ankle weights, and those are always with me. And so I always have that equipment. And I'm able to just get some movement, a great workout done in 20, 30 minutes. If I have the ability, I love to go down to the gym and go on the treadmill and, you know, get some steps in. I'm not a runner, but I'll get some steps in and clear my mind out. And if I'm in a great location, clearly I'll just do that outside. But oftentimes I'm in, you know, in a location that's not great for walking. So I'll just walk in the gym. And that's what I do. Um, but I don't stress about it. I don't stress about the whole workout thing. Again, unless I'm gone for a long period of time, otherwise I just won't do it. Um, I would rather sleep. And if you go to events, you know what I'm talking about. You know how, how vigorous this can be. Um, again, I want to be fully present. I want to have the most energy possible. And so for me, if I'm only getting five hours of sleep, what happens for me, I get so hungry. I have wicked food cravings and it's like, I can't shut it off. And so that's why I would always do sleep over anything else. And so that's a little bit of what it looks like. What else? Oh, I got to tell you this. I um, love to find a place that has a spa near it or, or even just a sauna. And then when I get off the plane, I'll go in the sauna. That helps with inflammation for sure. Or just throughout my time being there. I love it. Or a steam. Now we're really talking. Unless I just had a blowout, then I don't want to get my hair messed up. But I only wash my hair once a week, just FYI. Uh, that's a whole different discussion. Um, but I will use a steam or a sauna, and that's going to help you depuff, debelote. It's my favorite, favorite, favorite thing ever. Like if I could do it every day, I absolutely would. And so these are just a few basic tips of 
what I do when traveling for work. Now, remember, this was for work. This is for events. Um, but even if I am going on like a vacay, I'm still going to, you know, carry a lot of these principles over simply because I want to feel good. I want to look good. I don't want to come home five pounds heavier, 10 pounds heavier. And that's not going to be a very fun Emily to deal with. Now I'll still like go indulge, like I said, but it's just a standard of excellence. This is whole deal is. And, and there's other tips. And I'll say like, you can absolutely get a meal delivery service and you can even find, you know, if you're going somewhere, there might be a local delivery service in the area. And then you don't even have to deal with this whole food prep situation. Uh, that's another idea. But what you want to do if you're using a meal delivery service is make sure that they don't cook with crap. You don't know. These marketing people, they will show you what looks like healthy meals, but there's a difference. There's food prep and then there's nutrition, nutritious food prep. And so you want to ask this all the time. I had a, I have a girlfriend who her and her husband were doing food delivery. I think she said like six weeks, maybe even longer at their home, at their basic home here in SoCal. And they were trying to lose weight and they're like, what the heck? We're eating so clean and we're not losing weight. And it was because of the food delivery service, they were cooking it in canola oil. Like who does that and doesn't tell you. And so they demanded like to ask, like, what do you guys cook it in? And they found that out and they're like, oh my gosh, like this is why we're struggling to lose weight or not feeling well. Okay. So, you know, in Southern California, when I'm home, I have my, my food gal, um, who's also my esthetician. You may see her on my stories. She preps food for me as well. Um, and sometimes I'll use her. Sometimes I'll cook it myself. It really just depends on the schedule. I prefer her to do it. A, it saves me time. B, it's like way better than when I cook it. Um, so that's always an option as well. Um, and you would be surprised, shocked at how much money you save by doing this. Like, whoa, it's not hard either. Like, it's really not. It just takes you like getting off of Instagram and having 30 minutes to an hour to just put a couple meals together. And there you go. Um, and I know that there's Uber Eats and I know that there's DoorDash, but again, you can't always customize that even now since COVID, like you can't even make food alterations half the time and you don't know what they're cooking it in. Right. And it costs you a lot of money. It's like 40, 50 bucks just to get dinner to your hotel. So this is so good. I love it. I'll share with you some behind the scenes. Take a look at my Instagram. I'll make some reels to show you the visuals of what this is like. And I'd love for you to comment your tips and tricks along the way, because uh, we can all help each other with this. And then the next episode is going to be all about fashion style, packing, budget, 
how I put things together. You're going to love it. And speaking of loving it, I want to let you know if you are looking for high level mentorship, we have recently launched our It Factor mentorship program where we are helping business owners like you learn how to brand it, speak it, and sell it. And this has been an amazing project of ours. And we're so blessed to work with anywhere from real estate agents to network marketers to beauty professionals to people that have luxury clothing brands, you name it, joining us. Pretty cool. You meet with us every single week. We put together a plan for you, whether you're looking to launch your own podcast, looking to really crystallize your brand. Maybe you're looking to write your first keynote speech. We meet with you. We give you a plan. And then there's ongoing development along the way. And so what that looks like is us constantly talking every single week. There's a portal of videos that are constantly being added. In fact, I'm just about to get ready to record my luxury branding segment, how you can create a luxury brand and then charge luxury prices. And then we do all sorts of events where you hang out with myself and my partner, Jake, and have that real life transformation. And so if this sounds like something you're like, I need this, I want this, then DM me on Instagram, the word it factor, and I will send you an assessment where you can really take a look at your current business, where you're at. So this will help you regardless if you join us or not. And then if you're like, you know what, I have further questions, then you can schedule a 20 minute call with me. So with that being said, I hope you enjoyed the show and we'll talk to you soon.